0: Well, hello, hello! Welcome to the new podcast, Orchid Blooms. Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Orchid Brown. You can find me on Instagram at orchid i brown. Sure, you are wondering what is going on. So, if you are a regular listener to my podcast, I have changed the name recently from Tao Intentions Podcast to Orchid Blooms now why I decided to do that is because I have been feeling a bit disconnected from this podcast uh, for the past four months now so starting August is when I really started to feel it and so I kept wondering what's the problem like is it me am I doing something wrong why am I not inspired every single time I come on to do a podcast episode. I understand, you know, based on what other podcasters have said, is that after a period of time, you tend to, you know, disconnect. And so because of of that, I figured maybe this was just normal, that, you know, maybe I needed to figure out what. Inspired me originally, so going all the way back to January when I first did my my first podcast episode on TAO Intentions podcast, and so I did that. I I went and I re-listened to my first podcast episode, just kind of getting back to what it meant, what this podcast really meant to me, why I wanted to do this podcast, and I mean, even when I was scrolling through and looking at my titles, and you know, realizing that. I really focused on things that are things that people are truly experiencing in life, things that people are pe- are struggling in in life and focusing on what is happening in that moment in someone's life. And I wanted to also provide a positive outlook on what someone could be experiencing, but at the same time not ignoring the fact that things are happening. It's happening. There's nothing we can do about it. I mean, we can ignore it. We can act like it's not, it doesn't exist. It's not happening and whatnot. But at the end of the day, it is. So it's just kind of putting words to what people are truly experiencing and then talking about how we can handle it, how we can resolve the situation, how we can better ourselves, that situation. And so firing for a bit, but it didn't keep my inspiration. Like every week I was doing an episode that I just didn't feel connected to. And there were certain episodes that I did that I just loved. I mean, some of the guests that I had on on the podcast were just amazing. And I just felt this this surge from it. Every single time I go back and maybe listening to the podcast episode and go, damn, I really connected with this person. I really love what they have to say. And all of that, that fun stuff that comes with you know, doing podcasting and connecting with people, especially during COVID where we can't really connect with people as often. We can't go out and have drinks as we used to. Um, we have to be careful. We have to wear a mask, you know, connecting with people that we don't know is not necessarily safe. And so it's so good to be able to use this podcast to kind of reconnect with people I haven't seen in years, haven't communicated with, haven't seen them, haven't sat down for a coffee or a tea and just, and just caught up. So it was so nice to just kind of get them on zoom and do a pre-discussion where i talked to them a little bit learn a little bit about them you know what's new what's going on and you know we just had a good laugh we talked to, for a bit and then you know we went on to scheduling a podcast episode recording where we were we were very serious and so i realized that i really didn't like the seriousness of my podcast. it It's almost like everything that I did, I had to always keep into consideration that I needed to be more politically correct. And that was a lot of pressure and it kind of stifled my creativity. The It, it stifled the the opportunity to have a deep conversation where you deep dive and you get to the bottom of it and you really show your humanity. And so I just felt that I could not really do that with my podcast episode. I always finished a podcast episode feeling like, oh, I should have done better, or I could have been better. So that's the kind of pressure that I was putting on myself, and it really wasn't working for me. At the end of the day, yes, I might swear in my podcast, but it's how I feel, and I should be able to express how I feel. And so being being in that situation just kind of made me realize that Maybe the name of my podcast episode is the problem. If the name is, is restricting me, if the name is, you know, making me feel bad that maybe I wasn't kinder or bolder or, you know, I was swearing most of the time because it's frustrating and annoying. If that's how it makes me feel like it's just not that good, then maybe I need to change the name. So i meditated on it for a good four months i started thinking all right you know what kind of topics do you really want to talk about if you want to have real talk with people and erase the pressures of having to be professional having to be careful what you say having to you know being careful of not pissing people off or saying something that might offend them the truth offends everyone and sometimes you know what you're saying might make someone feel uncomfortable because maybe that's not their belief system but there should always be opportunities to learn there should be opportunities for people to voice their opinion there should be opportunities for people to share vision and to talk about it and come to a compromise in a healthy way and so I realized that I wanted my podcast and the guests on my podcast to feel that this was a safe space where they don't have to be politically correct or be serious or strict um, because, again, this is their image. This is their personality. they this, this, this is their brand. And I mean, that's great and all, but if people can't relate to your brand or relate to you because you're always serious and you're always basically stuck up your ass, then no one's going to really connect to it. No one's going to really love it. So I wanted to create a safe area. So after I made the decision, I think it was November, I was like, I really need to change the podcast name. I'm just not feeling it. Like I'm just I don't even feel the motivation to get up and to sit down at my computer and record a podcast episode. I just don't feel it. So I said, all right, if I was to change the name, what would I change it to? So I made a whole list of names that I wanted to do. And. You know, just some that I made up and, you know, a few friends maybe threw in a bunch of names as well. And whatever really stood out for me is what I kept. And then I just I started basically swirling. So I wrote them down because, again, sitting down every day and just kind of meditating on a specific name just to see how it feels, especially with my spirit. Just, you know, was a bit confusing because now I had to realize that it's not just about my spirit now. Now I need to figure out marketing. How am I going to market this podcast? So that also helped me to eliminate some names. So I decided to get on my laptop. I wrote down all the names and I wrote down the meaning behind them. And then I had to decide which one I'm eliminating and which one I'm keeping. And so I I just went through all of that. And if certain names are very similar in meaning then you know I just needed to dwindle it down to just one so I contacted a few friends you know people that aren't even in this country and just go hey how do you feel about this name and how do you feel about that name and you know one of my friends and I haven't seen him in forever because he's now in St. Martin's and when I when I mentioned the names to him he was like look you and I have been talking for a while and I know that you've been feeling a disconnect with your podcast and let's talk about why you're feeling a disconnect with the podcast. So I listed all of my reasons as to why I'm I'm just I just don't feel connected to the podcast anymore and he goes okay. So this name that you provided me it's bold, it's nice. Like it stands out but he's like if you're looking at it from a marketing perspective, it limit it's limited. And what you're trying to do is not to be limited with your podcast episode. You want to be able to cover any topic you want. If it's from politics, from sex to drugs, you want to be able to have that conversation. So now this name is nice and it's bold, but it's too serious and you're too politically correct with that name so he's like if you were to choose this name it's almost like you're taking a step backwards you're trying to get away from that seriousness you're trying to grow you are trying to push the boundaries you're trying to have that conversation that might make people uncomfortable and still kind of reel it in and allow people to understand that just because it's horrible and it's bad doesn't mean that you know these that we're not people And so I said, all right, well, he's completely right about that. Now that I kind of look at the name, it is very serious. And being serious is my comfort zone. It is my defense mechanism. So when I walk into anywhere, if I don't know you, I'm serious. And so it's very difficult for people to connect to me with this barrier up of seriousness. I don't really laugh. I don't make really jokes. I might smile and contribute to your conversation, whatever you're having, but I won't really give you my true opinions. I won't really, you know, enjoy the laugh or, or enjoy the company because I'm just stuck being serious and it's not working for me. 2022 is just around the corner. It's just in a few days. And I realized that I really need to figure out a way to open up and to allow people to come into my world. And so I thought, all right, when it comes to my world, I'm going to need to name the podcast with my name, Orchid. I love my name. When people hear my name, they automatically know it's me. Even people that don't like me, they'll hear my name and they'll know they're talking about me. <laughs> so for me, it's, it's just kind of, okay, so I'm finally just going to bite the bullet and I'm going to put my name in the podcast name. And then I made a bunch of new lists. And then I sent the new list to this friend because he's taking the assignment very seriously. Compared to other friends who are just like, meh, I don't really care. A lot of your friends that come into your life, sometimes they'll just tell you what you want to hear. Because it's the easiest way to survive. It's the easiest way to, to continue to be likable. And a lot of people just want to be like. They're people pleasers. So there is those types of friends that you'll go to and they'll just kind of tell you what you want to hear. And they won't really provide any feedback, follow up as to explain why they did it. Now they're like, oh shoot, now this this person is trying to push me into a corner where I have to tell the truth and I don't really want to. I just want you to give me one option, then I just tell you it's great and you'd go with it. And if it doesn't work out, well, I thought it was great as a way of being supportive. And I mean that's great and all, but I'm not really interested in the people pleasers type of people that just kind of tell me what I want to hear I need you to take this assignment seriously because it's serious to me now this friend did so I was very happy about that so I sent him all the lists and he was like nope 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 and he's like yes and I said, why this one? He's like, because it's softer. It 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 it's not serious. And I f- he said that he felt that the name just kind of opened my 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 list of topics a little bit more. It doesn't restrict to just one thing. He's like, T A O Intentions Podcast means that you're always going to be talking about business. You're going to be talking about entrepreneurship and how to be strong in the work world. And he's like, based on your podcast, like even one of your first episode was with a therapist. He's like, the and the questions that you were asking this girl, it was more towards you know, healthy relationships, which is not necessarily something that goes with the workplace and the seriousness. And then he says, you know, you have intentional intentions in the name of the podcast. He's like, you can only focus on intentions and how intention he's like, that kind of gets boring. And he says, you know, you want to be able to talk about any topic. So and you're very free. You're the type of person at some point he's like, you know, you could be ADD, you're jumping all over the place. But that's because you just your mind races and your mind just goes through so many things all at the same time that your podcast needs to be able to reflect the movement of thought that you're having and what's really coming up in your life that oh my god like this is this is serious i should be able to talk about it on my podcast but unfortunately tao intentions podcast this topic might not be good for it so when he when he broke that down he was like look this name just gives me growth it means that you're finally ready to bloom to blossom into a flower and that could be any area of your life talking about all the experience that you have things that frustrate you think you know talking about your ideology it gives you room to to really grow with the podcast and even in your segments when you're talking about a specific topic about this is how i think you're going to be able to transition that into something else and people will be able to listen to your podcast episode and hear that growth in you so when he broke that down i was like damn (laughs) I guess this name is pretty good. So I decided to stick with that name, Orchid Blooms, and a lot of my friends actually voted for it, even though they didn't really back it up with why they chose that name. They just felt that Orchid Blooms was a better reflection of where I was going and what I was trying to do with my podcast. So on that note, welcome to Orchid Blooms podcast. Alright, so for today's Christmas special, because this is a a, a Christmas special, I really wanted to do a few specials throughout the year, um, focusing on landmark holidays um, such as Christmas or Halloween or Thanksgiving or New Year's, which that should be coming up, so stay tuned for that. Um, So for this Christmas special, I decided to focus on depression and love a lot of people don't really connect the two depression and love but I really wanted to kind of touch on both in this podcast episode and just kind of explain why they're both so entwined with each other so I'm just going to start by talking about what I love about Christmas we're going to start with some joy for the beginning of this podcast episode Christmas time is my favorite time of the year this and Halloween, of course, what I love about Christmas are the Christmas lights, decorating a Christmas tree, a Christmas feast with your family, you know, all of that fun stuff. I mean, I love eggnog, even though I'm lactose intolerant and can't necessarily have eggnog, I do try to spoil myself a little bit and just go through hell for the next few days but I mean this Christmas I decided to you know to mix eggnog with my coffee in the morning for example and so I'm trying to find creative ways to continue to smell that nutmeg with the eggnog and just enjoying the taste of it in some way or form that my stomach can handle and so Christmas is just one of those times of the year that just kind of makes me reconnect with my childhood. Growing up, it wasn't so much about the gifts. Like yes, I wasn't rich. I was I wasn't really poor poor either. So we were we were still okay. But I mean, I cannot recall any of the gifts that I got from Christmas as a child. But what I what really stood out for me for Christmas time is the Christmas music, um, and especially when you're driving down the street or you're going to the market or you're going through the mall, you hear Christmas music playing. So Christmas music is something that I you know kind of triggers that that memory, that happy memory that I had before, and I just remember the most that my family was laughing and getting along and they were happy and everyone brought their own dish and we had like a family puttluck and you know we were just having a good time just bonding with each other keep in mind we see each other almost every week or every day during the year but for some apparent reason during christmas time it just feels all brand new and so that's the kind of of memories that you know it brings me even decorating the christmas tree this is something that i used to do with my little brother before he gave up and he was like whatever and walked away because i always like you're not doing it right you know what i mean you know teenagers and, and children that's how we are so i just i just look back on my christmas memories very fondly it was one of the moments in my life where i was truly happy Truly happy and I cannot remember any of the negative, which is so weird because everyone goes through negativity during Christmas. Everyone dreads Christmas because of that one family member that they have to see or the problems that they have to deal with. But for some apparent reason, my mind just did not register all the crap that was happening. All I saw was that moment of happiness or maybe my mind is just selectively choosing the memories that it wants to keep. Either way, I'm happy for it because looking back at just those little glimpse of happiness in that moment, Christmas has just been something that just gives me the warm and fuzzy every year because of those pleasant memories that my mind selectively chose to hold on to. For others, it's the time of the year to celebrate when Jesus was born, the God amongst men who sacrificed his life for our sins. Over time, people have forgotten about Jesus. But to be fair, December 25th is not a record of his date of birth, so a lot of people don't they try not to connect Jesus Christ with Christmas Day because, again, there is no proof of this. It has not been proven. But they do say, or historians did say that, you know, he was born maybe around that time or during the month of December. And so because they couldn't provide a concrete day, you know, 25th of December was the day that they decided that we should all celebrate the birth of Jesus. And most people don't follow it because of that, because there's no concrete proof. A lot of people are realist. They're not going to just choose a day and go, okay, well, Jesus was born this way, this day. That's what they said. Like, let's just follow it. No, some people like to see proof. Be be specific. Be more concrete. Was he actually born on December 25th? If not, why are we trying to, you know, have his B-Day party on Christmas Day, December 25th, if That if that's not the time he was actually born? So you know, those, those people, I I kind of connect with them because I kind of think the same way. So, which is why it's always good to just kind of use the month of December as a way to celebrate Jesus and his sacrifice for us. What people need to understand is that you should be grateful all the days of your life, every single day. It's not, it's not just this time of year that you have to be grateful And this is the same thing I think I was saying in my my Thanksgiving special, which is that everyone is is saying like this is the day like Thanksgiving is the day where we forgive and and let live and be merry and celebrate harvest. And I mean, we haven't harvested in years. I cannot say that I have a backyard with fields where I go and I plant in the beginning of the season, which is spring. And then by fall, harvest everything, and then we all celebrate. So that disconnect from the past and the present, especially with Thanksgiving, was something that you know I kind of struggled with, which is why Thanksgiving is, has not really been my favorite time of the year. It comes with a lot of history in a negative way a lot of people suffered during that time so for me doing a thanksgiving special it was a bit difficult because i was trying to figure out or trying to find that the meaning of it and still trying to hold on to it but it was a struggle it really was a struggle so this message is is quite similar to Thanksgiving which is you know you don't have to focus on that one day a year where you have to be grateful for your life be grateful to Jesus Christ for giving his life for for all of our sins. You know what I mean? So this is where I I just I just felt that Christmas time is not an excuse just to be a good person just at one time of the year. This is something that you have to do all the time during the year and really push it and really focus on it. Christmas time is is not the only time of the year where you can you can be kind to others and yourself. That takes practice all year round. It is not the only time to give and give thanks. Again, people always assume that all right, well Christmas time we'll give gifts and it's it's a way of, of giving good cheer and All of that stuff. But I mean, if sometime throughout the year, if you happen to be thinking about somebody and you decided I'm just going to buy them flowers, you don't have to wait for Christmas for that. Christmas time is not like the present central time of the year. There's birthdays. There's just the thought I'm thinking about you gifts. You know, so I just feel that it's Christmas time is just a reminder of to just be a good person, but you should be able to do that all year round. Just be understanding, empathetic, sympathetic, and just be there for people if you can. Keep in mind, a lot of people are going through stuff, and sometimes they just need that moment to themselves. So I completely understand why a lot of people just wanna isolate themselves from other people, because this is something that I, am, I love isolation, I do. No drama, no bullshit. It's just great. You don't have people calling you and messaging you constantly, asking you you know, to help them with their lives or help them with the situation. So it's been really peaceful. This COVID has been just truly peaceful. I have had zero drama in the past few months and I am so thankful for it. I also understand that Christmas has become commercialized when the true meaning of christmas is hope and spreading joy but the magazine focuses on home decor baking christmas treats and the turkey and the ham and all of the delicious food that comes with christmas day the christmas parties where you dress up and get drunk depending on who you are it's the time of the year where people want to feel the love love is in the air love for family, significant other, love for for themselves you treat yourself with things that you feel will make you happy so you buy them you buy certain luxury but love cannot be bought a lot of people start to start you know looking glam for the attention of others to find someone to love if they are single and you want to love someone in return by attracting the person of your desires And so a lot of people get their heart broken because that person might not have been interested in them or they just weren't feeling it or they were trying too hard. So that just kind of made the person, you know, be a little bit turned off. So so Christmas time sometimes can, can be hurtful. It, it's, it's both a balance, there's always something that goes wrong, and then there's always something that goes right, and sometimes you don't get anything that goes right, but you just hope, you just have faith that everything is just going to work out, even through such a, a happy season turned into the most miserable time of your life. The downside of this is the fact that a lot of people struggle with depression. Most experience this all year round, and others experience it seasonally. A lot of people don't connect love and depression. Being depressed does not mean that you are incapable of loving. It only means you are hurting. You tend to feel like something is wrong with you, that you can't be loved or love someone properly. The loving someone properly might be true. The being loved by someone might be true as well. But you need to understand that being with someone who is struggling with depression is hard. It takes a lot out of you, it's hard work. Nothing you do is good enough for people who are experiencing this form of mental health. Some people go through depression and then others it goes a step further they will have suicidal thoughts they're looking for any excuse to say i want to kill myself or attempt to kill themselves and so a lot of people don't understand how much strain that is on someone who isn't experiencing that how much trauma that can be so i understand if people bail on on these people or get away from it because it's just too much it's so overwhelming they feel that they can't be loved and whenever they are trying to be loving, they'll automatically just switch out of nowhere like something is wrong with them and just start abusing the person if it's emotional, it doesn't have to be physical, but you know, even psychological abuse as well. And so they feel that they can't love. They cannot be loved and they don't know how to love and that is a sad fact. A lot of people go through this. A lot of people go through depression at this time of the year. It's called seasonal depression. Now when we talk about seasonal depression they have another term for it which is seasonal affective disorder. So SAD is a type of depression that relates to changes in seasons. SAD begins and ends at about the same time every year. If you're like most people with SAD, your symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months, sapping your energy and making you feel moody. Now, I have actually been in a situation where I have lived in a house with someone with seasonal depression, with SAD, and it was hell. Every single time during that time of the year, this person just seem like they're just going mental one moment they're okay next moment they do a complete shift and so and i do know that you know it really depends on the weather especially with daylight savings times you, you 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 know the days become darker earlier you wake up in the morning it's dark by the time you get home from work it's dark you just don't have that that stability of getting that vitamin d and so it was hell one moment they were good the next moment they were snapping and fighting with you constantly and it's completely draining you just don't have a moment of peace and you and you don't really know when this person is going to be set off so i've been there i've lived in that situation where i have experienced someone that has done this i just wanted to kind of go back and talk about what depression really is so and uh, and this is something that a lot of people don't understand especially if they're they're not struggling with depression and there are a lot of people that are struggling with depression and they just don't know they are they just think this is normal what they're going through so depression is a medical illness which affects the brain which in turn affects the rest of the body depression can affect anyone children adolescent young adults middle-aged adults older people 20% of adults will have suffered from depression at some point in their lifetime. I can say that I have suffered from depression, personally, where I didn't know that's what it was, but everything was going wrong in my life. I mean, everything. I just felt like I was just a screw up, like there was nothing that I could do that was right. So yeah, it made me depressed. Depression may be caused by one factor alone or a combination of factors, especially for me, it was a combination of factors and just combination of factors over time. That really affects your mental health. It's kind of like a traumatizing experience where bad things just keep happening all the time and it's almost like you're doing it to yourself and you just don't know how to stop yourself. So, this can include biological, environmental, psychological, which could be linked to social or family environment factors. Everyone feels down from time to time. However, with depression, these feelings are more severe and occur nearly every day for two weeks or more. And that's something that. You know, I I never understood. Like growing up as a child, seeing a parent go through that, you really don't understand. You're wondering if it's you or if it's them. And if something's wrong with them, why don't they go to the doctor? But they don't want to because a lot of people don't want to go in to see a doctor just to be diagnosed with a form of mental illness. Like nobody wants to, to feel like they're disabled, like something is wrong with them. And I understand that, you know. Depression is considered to be a disorder, but that name is so negative that nobody really wants to be diagnosed with a disorder, like something is wrong with them. So they'll they'll tough it out, not realizing that they're affecting a lot more people other than them, than themselves. They're hurting more people that they think they're just hurting themselves. They're not. They're hurting a lot of people. So emotional symptoms of depression can be feeling sad, empty, hopeless, or numb. Restlessness, Irritability, anxiety, difficulty concentrating or making decisions, less interested or participation in activities normally enjoyed, a feeling of guilt or worthlessness, repeated thoughts of death or suicide i can say that i have actually experienced some of the things that i just listed and it was like i said during the time where everything was going wrong in my life like everything nothing was going right i just did not feel like i could get out of that pit and it was a pit i really just there was no positivity nowhere to be found and keep in mind it doesn't mean that i i had i did not have the ability to love or to love myself i was just going through a really bad time and i just did not know how to swim it was just i was just sinking to the bottom of the dark ocean swimming with the fishes could not breathe i just did not know what to do so i've been there so some of the physical symptoms are low energy, feeling tired all the time, changing, changes in appetite or weight, so eating more or less, change in sleep patterns, sleeping more or less, increased use of drugs or alcohol, um, self-destructive behavior, loss of control, or uncontrollable rage may include headaches. Um, aches pains digestive problems dizziness and lightheadedness these a lot of people could be having these symptoms and just don't know they just don't know that it's just depression they they might actually think that maybe they have cancer or something even worse and so that just adds to to the depression and it's it's hard it really is hard to watch people you love go through something and they just don't know how to dig themselves or climb out of that hole that they got stuck in and it's a dark cold hole that you just can't you just can't do it. And your your friends and your family, they're trying to help. They really are, but it's just it's just not working. So I completely understand that hopelessness. And to have that during the Christmas season, you just feel like something is wrong with you. Like, what is wrong with you? You know? So I definitely understand how depression just sucks the life out of you. And I mean, this is COVID. This could be the first time, the first Christmas that some people are spending without family members or love. Because they had died from COVID or something had happened during COVID where they have died and it had nothing, no relation to COVID. So they're going through grief during the season. They've lost someone in their family. And I mean, I always recommend people to go to grief counseling or to see a therapist if they're struggling with grief. But in this situation, it's like you feel horrible because that person that you love, that grandma, that uncle, that aunt that died, and you were so connected to them, you're going to spend this Christmas without them and you're trying to remain positive and you're trying to look at the brighter things in life and thinking oh we have such a good future ahead of us but at the end of the day it's kind of like it's kind of like damn i'll never see this person again and that just makes you sink into a deeper hole where you just want to cry and curl up in a ball and you just you just don't want to do anything and everyone's just happy and it makes you sick to your stomach you know you become a grinch this christmas but it's understandable because you're grieving you're allowed to grieve however way you want to release that emotion from your body from your mind from your heart from your soul but it's it's gonna take a lot longer and so be patient with yourself and people who you know seeing other people go through this be patient with them just remember like just because you don't understand what they're experiencing try to be patient if you can't handle it take a step back check in once in a while for your own you know, mental health. But at the, uh, at the end of the day, just understand that they're not bad people. They're not lacking in love. They have lots of love. That's why they feel so strongly. That's why the, the, the pain that they're feeling, the hurting, the defeat, the disappointment, all of it is a sign that this person can love really hard. Love still exists within them. They just don't feel it. Depression can often be triggered by very stressful life situations or other factors such as death of a loved one, as I just mentioned, a move, a divorce, financial difficulties or job loss, social isolation, which again, a lot of people are experiencing during COVID. Um, periods of relationship conflict, whether marital or family related, a lot of people are having family issues. I mean, in the beginning of COVID, a lot of marriages ended. I remember, you know, doing delivery at some point during the beginning of COVID and I would have to be delivering to motels. And there was a lot of married people who had to separate from their homes, from their wife and their kids or their husband or, or their kids just to get a piece of sanity you know, because the relationship's just not working during this time. It's a stressful time. So COVID, of course, triggered a lot of people going into depression these past two years. So another environmental factor would be demanding work or a stressful workplace. Mental or health issues is another one as well. Especially when the person has a chronic health problems, So a lot of people just need to understand that depression can be caused by anything. Multiple factors. There's really nothing they can do about it. But just remember that just because these people are going through it, just remember that they deserve love too and understanding. Love and depression, they exist in the exact same space. They're not separated. It's not like you can have love when everything is rosy and sweet and everything is perfect. You can have love in the darkest of places. It still exists, it's still there. If the person's checking up on you, that's love. If the person is trying to do something nice for you, that's love. Person's reaching out knowing fully well that you just don't wanna talk to anybody, that's love. Love exists in all spaces. Love is not limited. That's why I wanted to name this podcast episode Depression and Love because they they exist in the exact same space. They're not separated really and truly they are so intertwined and they're so connected that people just need to understand that they're still there you can be depressed and still love you can be in love and still be depressed you can you know be in love with somebody and still feel alone there's always a positive and a negative to every situation and every different circumstances and i just really wanted to dedicate this episode to just kind of talking about that. A lot of people, you know, you go watch TV, you go on social media, everyone's posting up about their happiest times, and look at them doing their tang, you know, oh, it's Christmas time, everyone's good, but when the camera is off, a lot of these people are struggling with depression. A lot of these people are going through something very hard in their lives, and so they're just looking for love, even in, in the worst places, social media is the worst place to be looking for love, but let's be real. That's the only thing we have at this moment in time. It's COVID. Can't go out. Can't do much. You can text your friends, but your friends are dealing with stuff themselves and they're trying really hard not to allow what they're going through to stop them from trying to be there for you. But let's be real. They can't be there for you. Not because they don't love you. It's just they need to keep that little ounce of energy that they have for themselves because at this point they're drowning too. They just don't want to admit it to anyone or out loud. And I know that this Christmas season is very hard and it's it's a lot for a lot of people. I wish I could go into a little bit more depth on depression, but I really wanted to kind of give you a, a glimpse of depression and just kind of talking about it and just allowing you to understand that during this Christmas season, if you are depressed, nothing's wrong with you. A lot of people are going through this. I just want you to understand that you are not alone in whatever it is that you're going through. There are how many people on this planet and how many people are experiencing the same things at the exact same time. You are not alone. You might not be able to talk to them. You might not be able to connect with them. But they are. Your neighbors could be having that same problem and you don't even know because they always look chipper every time they you see them come out of their homes or they see you on the street. They wave and they smile. And when you walk by, everything seems like it's fine. But people with depression are really good at hiding it because they've had they've been struggling with it for so long that they just know how to make it seem like everything is okay all the time. But then when you're not looking and when they're alone, they just revert back into that place of just defeat of just hopelessness. And so for this Christmas season, you know, if you know that there's a family member or a friend that's going through that, like pick up the phone, give them a call. Send them a text message if you need to, just saying Merry Christmas. I'm really wishing for the best for you. Just understand that not everyone is is having a great time. Not everyone is, is doing well this Christmas season. A lot of people are struggling. And just remember that love and depression can exist in the exact same space. So just reach out to them. Show them some love. Whatever you have to do, even if you, you know, you're just driving by their house and dropping off a gift at their door and waving at them and saying, Hey, you know, we love you. I left your gift outside for you. Something. Love and depression can exist in the exact same space. They're very intertwined. They're very closely intertwined. Very closely. You can lose someone you love and go into depression because it hurts so much that you lost this person that you love. You could go through a divorce because you really thought your marriage was going to last forever. And then it turns out that it just wasn't working. Not because you couldn't do more. It just didn't work. Not a reflection on you. Not a reflection on him. It just didn't work. So just remember that if you're depressed... You still have a capability of loving. Love is still inside of you. It's still there. You're just at a low point right now, and it will get better. Make sure you're exercising. Make sure you know you are taking your vitamin D every day. Try to, to do something that you love doing, something that makes you happy. You know, Go for a walk out in the cold. Yes, I mean out in the cold. It's wintertime. Go for a walk, even if it's for five minutes. Breathe some fresh air. Do what you need to do to get yourself back on the right track, but don't stay in that that moment of just dread forever. Try to find something to keep you going, something. So I really wanted to dedicate this podcast episode to this topic because I do know a lot of people who are struggling and suffering this month and it's Christmas time. So spread the cheer, even if you don't feel like it, spread the cheer, (laughs) And um, I really do hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with TOA Intentions Podcast, who is now Orchid Bloom's podcast. Uh, Thank you for supporting me as the host of this podcast. I really appreciate all of you. I just wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas, and I will see you in the New Year's. Don't forget to click the follow button under Orchid Blooms Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Support our future guests by following their social media pages. Visit our social media pages for updates on our guests per week and our guests on the YouTube channel. Our social media pages are Facebook at The Ambitious Obsession, Instagram and Twitter at The Ambitious Ops, Share your favorite podcast episode with your family and your friends and I hope you have a splendid day.